Welcome to Arcade Attack. A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. Welcome listeners to another Arcade Attack podcast. I'm Dylan, I'll be your host for the evening. I have Adrian here with me. I'm upscaled and ready for action. Upscaled, <laughs> and we've remade Rob and he's here. I'm uh, remastered in the flesh, baby. <laughs> so, remakes and remasters. Do you know when you're kind of angry about something, <laughs> but you don't really know why? Do you drink too much coffee again, Dylan? I drink too much coffee <laughs> I got on my high horse about something. No, but like, do, do, you know that feeling? Like, you're just kind of yeah. stomping around. You don't really know why you're angry. Yeah, it's, uh, almost my entire life. Okay. <laughs> so, being Rob is basically, is basically how I feel about remakes and remasters. <laughs> so, I thought there's been an influx of remasters oh, and remakes yeah. over the last years, right? Is that, that's yeah. fair to say. Yeah. Um, give us some examples. Oh, crikey. Well, <laughs> This podcast is going to be littered of, uh, you know, full, full of those examples, but all the Rafter PS2 games that have had touch-ups because they need to be in HD for the PS3, mm-hmm. um, all the stuff that's going to the Xbox Live Marketplace, yeah. it's countless. I mean, it's, it kind of, what, I hadn't been a convert until Resident Evil 2 Remake. Mm. And you were sceptical even up to the point you played it. Is that Do you right? know when they announced it? Do you know what I said? Yeah. I, I, I'm going to repeat... I'm going to repeat... <laughs> I'm going to replace a word I said with the word ship. <laughs> I said they can take this ship and put it where the sun don't shine. <laughs> That's what I said. I said, why are you even touching one of my most favourite <laughs> treasured games in the whole world? And the so, fact you said that in the library. Why did you do it in the library? Man? I don't know. <laughs> So you're saying they should sail the ship in the Arctic in winter? Yes, in the Arctic in winter. Where the sun don't shine. Where the sun and shine. with dark. It's dark, dark place. (laughs) But that's what I thought. I thought, Capcom, what have Capcom done to really get on my ship? (laughs) Yeah. What what have they done? But anyway, um, I'll say this right now, and the response on Twitter has been exactly the same. 
Resident Evil 2 Remake is fantastic. It's almost my favorite current gen game, actually. Ooh. It's that good. It's that good. And the fact, and it doesn't, oh, I can't, I don't really want to swear, but it doesn't, it doesn't bastardize. I know. No, but bastardize is a word, though. It doesn't bastardize it's not the old. Exactly. Thank you. You, um, could, you, could, you didn't even have to say ship. I said ship. We are family friendly. You didn't remember. have to say ship. I don't know, but I wanted to say ship. Why do we have to be family friendly? Do you really think there's going to be like a lot of eight-year-olds tuning in? No, but we try not to. No, we, we, try some of our listeners we try not to. Listen in the car with their kids of, in the back, to be fair. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we, we, we try and keep it clean. But no, but this, no, it doesn't. It actually is brilliant. It's brilliant. It has the same plot pretty much uh, as the old Resident Evil 2. And they've rebuilt it in HD with the PS4 capabilities. Fantastic. So we'll go into that later. But, so remastering and remakes are clearly two different concepts. So remastering is your making something sharper because of HD tellies and all these 50-inch tellies that people have to have these days. Uh, Isn't a remaster just like kind of an adaptation of a game for a different machine, the same way as you used to do back in the day? That's a port, really. I yeah, suppose. isn't that? Not, well, I mean, is that not like a port, the same as a port? What's the difference? Um, there's a substantial time period that's elapsed, I think. So with ports and on a variety of platforms, it's pretty much kind of the same time. So if you released like Road Rash on Game Boy or whatever, da, 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 that's been ported to lots of different platforms. This is a remaster. Is trying to bring an old game to the current generation of gamers. So mm. it's about, so the Shadow Colossus one, the Shadow of the Colossus one that, you know, great PS2 game. It looks, because the PS2 is, is blurry on HD TVs, it's something that apparently there was a demand for it. Um, to get it, to get it on the PS3 with its HD capabilities. And yeah, it does look prettier, but it's the same game, isn't it? It's the same. Game. So that, that's a remaster. The remake is the homage. It's the taking the essence yeah. Plot characters, whatever, yeah, of the old game, uh, and they're making everything. One's obviously everything brand new. easier to do than the other. You'd think. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> is that what is that what angers me? Is it? Is it that, we, we could be starting to pull at that, you know, get at that thread, and you know, I don't know, man. Like, I don't really see there being a massive difference. Look at something like Tetris, been ported to pretty much everything. Ah, see, this is something that has been done original. for years, right? Uh, Tetris uh, just keeps on being. Yeah, you know, different versions. And Nintendo just from. released that '99 Tetris, didn't they? Yeah, you although yeah. I don't know if that's Nintendo, but like, I guess that's different because actually the rules of Tetris have changed substantially as the years have gone on. Yeah, which we will, I guess, get onto another time because I, I'm really into Tetris '99. I've been watching a lot of it. It's a game that's really good to watch. I've as never well. played it actually or watched yeah. it. It's a free game actually. Good, good on they gave it. Completely free on the eShop for Nintendo, so fair play yeah. to them. We can talk about that, but I figured it would be too much of a side thing. It, 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 no, it's 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 another version of Tetris, isn't mm. it? I suppose Remaster is taking the original game, not changing a hell of a lot other than it looking nicer. That is essentially a remaster. The remake is trying to pay homage to the old game, but doing it with the current gen. So, the, you know, the, I showed you the footage from the Resident Evil 2. You know, how, how different does that look from the original PlayStation one? It's looks, a completely different game, right? Yeah. Well, it looks completely different. It's, it looks completely different. It, the action, you know, you still got to kill zombies. You still got, <laughs> well, 
With Resident Evil, you got to run around most no, of the I, I waste my bullets too quickly, dude. <laughs> I know. I remember you telling me, I've run out of bullets. I, I can't get any I'll further. say boring. Where, where are the bullets? <laughs> where are the bullets? <laughs> no bullets. I just shoot the sky like in point break. Like, ah! I'll go full Rambo for the first five minutes. So <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> I'm out. But would you not say there's um, a less of a difference between those two games and there would be, for instance, between... Mortal Kombat 2 on the Arcade of Snares or Mortal Kombat 2 on the Game Boy. Yeah, I suppose, that, again, that's just port. That's that's more of a port, isn't it? It's yeah. more about arcade ports. And that, that's the the actual... I mean, how much time concept. needs to elapse before something goes from a port to a remaster? Well, that's subjective. That is completely subjective. Yeah. Because the port... Yeah, I suppose the port thing is... Yeah, you're looking at some of those old arcade games... The Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance conversions didn't come till years after. I was, sa- I was not, saying that they're not known to, as remasters, though. I was saying it has to be upscaled, or is remasters think, just a relatively recent concept? I think it is, isn't it? Remasters is a recent concept. No, it's quite. It's a buzzword. I think it didn't really have a word before. It doesn't really. I don't think if you mm. Google it, I don't think it actually comes up with a different. Well, an old definition of it, remasters. So, so okay. So we'll take remasters as a new concept. Yeah. That's Simply upscaling things to, yeah, to make things look nice, and yeah, remakes as well. So, well, my first question to well, we'll start with Adrian because Rob's had a fair bit of input there already. Why do this? Why remake? Why remaster? I think there's a number of reasons. I think obviously money is the key. Um, it, it, money is it, the key. It's a cash cow, isn't it? If you like Resident Evil Two, let's let's look at it from quite a cynical view. Capcom knew they had a huge hit there, didn't they? Massive game. People oh, I think it was even one of their yeah. biggest selling games ever before they even chose to so, remake it. Yeah, and even if their remaster wasn't very good, and it, you know, thank you, was brilliant, mm. um, they would have made money out of it. People would have lapped it up. So money is one reason, and plus, I think a little bit like films and even music, people are running out of ideas. So that pe- like mm-hmm. these game companies, I think, oh, should we make a brand new, a new game, a new, a new, new IPs, or should we, should we look into our old, old catalogue maybe? So it's quite an obvious, obvious way of um, not using your brain too much. I think. Do you think really? maybe the saturation of the market now yeah. is why companies but, do that? But people have always done that. Like yeah. they've always done that in music and film. Like they were doing. Look like, how many films in the fifties, sixties, forties, whatever remakes of stuff that came out ten or twenty years yeah. before. Maybe music yeah. cover versions like been a yeah. thing forever. Didn't Hitchcock remake his own films? Um, or remaster not, his own films. I don't think he did it that much. How about Psycho remaster? Have you seen that? It's like I was shot for shot. Up. Yeah, shot for shot remake of Psycho. Are there two versions of Vertigo? And the man who knew too much? No. Maybe the man who knew too much? Definitely not Vertigo. Okay. Alright. Vertigo um, was pretty risque. There's no way they'd have allowed that, like, before that kind of point, like, mm. during the code kind of days. But yeah, remasters, remakes. Alright, so Adrian Well, a less cynical view, and a view that I quite like is it gives people an opportunity to play the old classics again. Because they may not have retro machines that we've got. They might, I mean, I've got a gaming PC that can't play old PC games at all well. Mm-hmm. So it can open up the doors for you to play those games again. With, yeah, because you need DOSBox or something yeah. to play old MS-DOS games. Like. And it, it's a frustrating thing. Like, there's loads of games I want to play. They just won't work on my PC. Um, mm-hmm. There's ways around it, but they're annoying. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's the, they're the three main reasons. There you go. What, do, you, do, you, do you agree with that, Rob? Do you think those are the sort of the main, when you think of... My new concept now of remasters, remakes, or the old concept of remaking films, etc. Do you think that 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 sounds about right? Uh, maybe. I mean, 
I think like the main difference is obviously technology has moved on so much more rapidly than mm-hmm. it maybe did in the past. And maybe you could argue there's more of an artistic case for bringing those things back and, you know, quote unquote, fully realizing them. I mean, we've, it feels like we've covered a lot of stuff here where the graphics have been okay, but, you know, like the sound has been okay or there's been some kind of technological barrier to it really being oh, yeah. fully realized. Mm-hmm. I think the difference is, uh, can those games still stand on their two feet as playable games in this day and age compared to everything else? I think you mm-hmm. look at like a, a series like Tetris, for that matter, Street, Street Fighter. Like, you look at some of the new versions of Street Fighter, and like, it's, they've gone back to 2D, and they like mm-hmm. have kind of much more kind of graphically vivid, but still kind of yep. cartoony versions of the old characters, and the same kind of moves. You know, they forget, like, they brought it back, but the old versions evolved in a different direction, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Good. As an aside, and this is, this was really something weird I did the other day. You know, I've got my Mega CD now. Uh, I acquired a copy of, I think they call it the Sega Arcade Classics Collection. What it is, is not, a, not an arcade collection at all. <laughs> it's really just a collection of some Mega Drive games. Oh, really? But with improved sound. Ooh. See yeah. quality the sound. And guess what, um, what, what's like one of my favorite beat em ups of all time? Streets of Rage. Yeah, right? Yeah. You didn't even have to think about Three. that, did you? No, oh, stop it! There. Stop it! Okay, so Streets of Rage One, right? The version of Streets of Rage One on this Mega CD compilation has the actual sound effects by voice actors. What? What it's, mean like they go like they actually go and it's actual human voices? It is the weirdest yeah. thing you will ever see because you're playing Streets of Rage, but you're listening. It's like someone is actually like gone into a studio and recorded all the sound effects can you do some do some examples no just oh just i don't know i'm punching you right now yeah but like rather than rather than like the you know the the uh, the distorted 16 bit but it'd be like it'd be actually like an actual voice so weird so mad good weird or bad that that was that was one of the first ever like early remasters because it was taken, it was taken a Mega Drive game essentially and remastering it slightly for this Mega CD. It wasn't such a thing as good weird because if it was good weird. People would use a different word. <laughs> yeah, it was right, good. <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was like yeah. exciting or thrilling or kind of yeah stimulating or. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just weird. Yeah. So the the cash cow thing that yeah, you yeah, mentioned yeah. Yeah, yeah. is I think it's I think it's one of the things nagging at the back of my mind. Yeah. Because we are living in, uh, there are so many games companies now. It's ridiculous. Mm. There, it, it's off the chart. So when you've got the big guys, and when they've got successful intellectual properties, what are they going to do? They're going to mm. pander to the fans of those because at least they know. You can. You you said it there. If the Resident Evil Two remake had been a bit pants, you know, if it had been like yeah. the, like the first Resident Evil Revelations or something, people would have still bought it. Oh yeah. But what's wrong with that? I mean, like. In a kind of you look, you look at say, I mean, us as a group. I'm going to go out on a limb here. You yourself have said, Dylan, like many kind of things. You're mm-hmm. not really that into new games. I no, I don't really true. play new games that much either. Like I think maybe, mm-hmm. I you know we love the old games. You know we're not. It doesn't mean they're better than new games, but like we have have more of an affinity for it, and we're already the target market for this, rather than the same kind of target market for quote unquote new games. Mm-hmm. It's maybe just opening up a new market. For uh, you know, that wouldn't necessarily exist, maybe. True, and actually, the Opening fact that a whole new 
bunch of games could, gamers can enjoy the classics is probably a good thing, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Just as this, as this leap to, to high definition really kind of kicked this thing into, into yeah, second, maybe. into like second, 4K third gear. TVs and whatnot. It has, hasn't it? Because yeah. the PS2 looks, you can't sky it up to a HD TV. It nah, looks blurry. It I does. think you tried it the other day, didn't you? Adrian, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I didn't put it on Facebook because I need to be you know, an old can of worms. But I was like, oh, no, I, you, you didn't. No, I, did, I was tempted. I didn't. I oh, didn't because I knew what was going to happen. But I was like, my PS2, you know, it's too blurry. I want to get a crisper, a crisper view. But it's it's no easy answer, is there? You need the old telly. Yeah, I was uh, on the retro trio last night playing um, Jungle Strike on HD TV, and no. It was uh, pretty blurry and shaking. Yeah. yeah. It can't. It just, but if you scarted it up to a CRT, the Retro Trio uses very similar hardware to what the original consoles are. So it would. I was reading, um, someone's going to bring out or has already brought out a version of the snares that plays cartridges, but it like has this kind of software that like, I automatically like kind of yeah, and they've just done a Mega Drive one, and like oh. um, makes it fit exactly, and it's crystal clear. On you a, can you can like play old carts on HD TVs. Yes, I've forgotten what they're called. They're about hundred quid. Oh, they, yeah. they've just done a Mega Drive one. Oh, oh that's going to do my head in. Anyway, but everyone who listens to this probably knows what we're talking about. But you're right because the guy who mm. uh, engineered those. Super clever, like I've seen videos on how he's done it and put it all together, and it is apparently the HD, you know, answer to to to, to playing your old carts. Because you're right, if you try, try scarting things up to to HD TVs from the original consoles, it can't hack it. It can't upscale. Obviously. Well, I really want to get a kitty box. Have you heard about those? Dylan? For the Jaguar, the Jaguar, they're mm-hmm. a lot of money actually. They're a hundred quid. hundred quid. Why is everything a hundred quid? I know, hundred quid. But they they really apparently make your the Jag games really crystal clear because the Jag is well blurry. I mean, well I, blurry. I had it running the other day; it is super blurry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On how much on money would you TV? estimate you've already spent on Jaguar related stuff? <laughs> well, I think that would be a I good hundred. I know Adrian has spent a lot of money on it, but tell me, tell me afterwards <laughs> in the kind of context where no one in your family could hear it. <laughs> I'd be intrigued to see. If those Jag games looked as good through that as on a CRT, yep. and then whether they could do with a remaster. Yeah, yeah. We're going to remaster some Jag CD games. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? <laughs> no, <laughs> don't do it. Uh, all right. So, yeah, the cash care thing. Again, you know, let, let, let's work it through. Let's. I put a tweet out the other day uh, just to ask people's opinions on remakes and remasters. So, I'll try and phase them in <laughs> when I can. Yeah. So, okay, this is a question more for Adrian than, than Rob. What are your favourite least favourite remakes remasters just off the top of your head Monkey Island what worse yeah worse oh because what it, were they doing graphics doesn't work don't work does it no because you know how much I love Monkey have Island have you seen it have you seen it Rob mm. yeah, yeah I have oh crikey what were they and, thinking um, I was really because it's been a few you know a good number of years since I last played Monkey Island and I was getting a hankering back for the old classics mm-hmm. and I thought well, they just remastered it it's on Steam I'll get that and after half an hour playing, I thought, I'm going back to the old version. And fair play to the the, the Steam version. You press F1 or whatever it was, and it, it goes, goes back, back to the original, the which is fine. And actually, they had the talky version as well. You had yeah. the talky, which is good. It adds to it, to be fair. But yeah, I just, it just wasn't the same. And even we were talking about um, Full Throttle, weren't we, the other day? I kind of like it. It's the, not quite the same, is it? it? Full I've Throttle seen both was done versions. better. Full Throttle was done better, truthfully. Mm. And good old Tim Schafer deserves credit. But again, I kind of like the old style, you know? Yeah, I think some things weren't really meant to be in that kind of HD thing. It's a bit like um, 
When there is the uh, jump from VHS to DVD, oh. interestingly enough, like some things look great, some things did not look good at all. Mm-hmm. In the same way, from like the jump to from record CD, because I guess the early ones weren't really mm-hmm. remastered yeah. that great. I felt like Reservoir Dogs looked fine on VHS. Mm-hmm. Then, man, I'm really showing my age here. Looked fine on VHS, <laughs> but then you, you'd watch the DVD version, and suddenly it didn't look good at all. It looked like I don't a stage play. Yeah, I don't want to. And I imagine it looks even more jarring in like Blu-ray, but um, mm-hmm. some things just don't work. Some things just mm-hmm. need to be in that kind of original kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, one game I'm really looking forward to, and I'm hopefully I'm not wrong with this, and I haven't played it yet, obviously, Dylan, but uh, Command and Conquer—they're remastering that, aren't they? And I'm no, ooh, see, I think it's going to be good. It's under some very reliable hands, actually. Is it, do Westwood Studios even exist anymore? No, but they get the people that you used to, like Mike, Mike Clegg, who, uh, oh yeah, who, Mike Clegg, who's, who's, we've done an interview with him, of course. Oh yeah, I'll put that at the bottom. Yeah. The, the he, he's, he's, he works for, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, Petroglyph Games, I think Petroglyph? it is. Petroglyph? I can't see. Yeah, that's about right. But he, he's got a lot of old co-workers in Westwood and they're, they're taking charge of that. So it's in good hands. And some of the, some of the screenshots I've seen, some of the sort of, the graphics I've seen look really good. So uh, that's a game I'm really looking forward to. Does Command and Conquer need to be remastered and remade? Um, maybe, probably, because I think RTS games right now, for me, new ones are far too confusing. Have far- they said what the levels are going to be like? Are the levels going to be exactly the same as the old game? In which case, everyone's going to know what to do. <laughs> that, possibly. I mean, I, I there's still relatively little known about the game yet. I I do think it's just going to be a sound. Um, that sounds like a kaching doesn't it that just sounds Ooh. like a, how many command and conquer i mean we've we, we've tapped down to we've got you know we've got a lot of westwood studios guys in the yeah, news on the site we do we've tapped into that fan base and it's massive it's huge that is that is automatic but is money. that necessarily a bad thing i mean i i i don't know why like rob doesn't think to see like seems to think it's yeah. a bad thing but something i don't it, know it's the back of your mind it, it annoys yeah. you it's like an itch isn't it it's like we don't have to buy these things People can make them. We don't have to buy them. If people buy them, then that's their business, isn't it? A bit. But like I said the other day, I, I bought Fate of Atlantis, didn't I? On Steam. A completely original version. Yep. Not remastered. And it was brilliant. So if they could just make it, just. But I couldn't have played it unless it was on Steam. Just make these available. Whether it's remastered or the same. It does look good, though. I mean, I've got pretty yeah. high spec monitors here, and it doesn't. Like, that would look pretty good on the HDTV, oh, I reckon. Sort of, sort of, yeah, it's really good. Well, yeah, unless it's, it's too early for the segue, would you Wrong. prefer the games were remade? Oh, might be a bit too early. Maybe we'll go into that <laughs> a little bit later on. I don't know. It That is... I Maybe that's what... Maybe that's what I'm getting at. Maybe that's what we're, Someone, we're trying to pick up. Some fans were actually trying... Were trying to remaster Fate of Atlantis. But I think um, Disney shut them down. But some of the screenshots... I, I, I hate to have a guy at kind of home, uh, devs, home, homebrew devs, but they look really bad. Do they? they, they tried, did they? How did they try and do it? Like a 3D? Oh, uh, no, no, it was exactly, uh, just really sort of crisp, almost human graphics, but it didn't look right, you know? The same sort of setting. Was it human like how Jag Games tried to do human? No, it was like 2D. It was 2D, like, uh, like Fate of Atlantis kind of view, but it just, yeah. it looked so, so crisp and so so smooth it didn't it looked terrible man <laughs> i have to say mm. like like indiana jones didn't look right i'll tell you that for free is the main reason that you like you fork out for these lucas hearts remasters is the main reason why because you, you can't play the old games on your new pc uh, is it basically as technology yeah. technology's placed you out of being able to true that's probably if they one. were console games you could just dig out the old console yeah 
Yeah, true. So a lot of old PC games, yeah, I, I, unless they're available on Steam, I'm like, oh, such a shame. <laughs> Wowzer. Yeah. But I, I like having them on Steam because things like Day of the Tentacle Inside, I never had in, in the day. Yeah. You can get them for, for you know, relatively quite nothing. cheap now. In, they go on sale now and then. And they're good. So something like that, again, yeah, they made the money back in the day. It's easy money on Steam. I mean, like, it kind of feels like there's a demand for this kind of stuff, and it's only really now that it's starting to become a big thing. Mm. I don't know if either of you remember, but uh, prior to Sonic Mania, there was a big, like, um, drive. These guys are making, a like, a super high-definition version of Sonic 2. Yeah. That uh, they kept on showing footage of and looked absolutely stunning, and just they never actually got to finish it. I guess they didn't That's get the go-ahead or the money or whatever, but, like... Um, yeah, I mean, you know, something like, for me, I oh mean, I'd love to play that in high definition, like super high definition with remade graphics. With remade graphics? Yeah. I'll tell you something, because... But, like, but the graphics were kind of based completely on the original, but just stuff like, it was much more colorful and crisp, and there's much more detail in the backgrounds and, like, I'll all the kind of stuff. i have to dig that out, because I can't quite... There's footage of it on YouTube, I think, the first level or two. Okay. Because Sonic 2 is on the Sega Mega Drive collection on the PS4. So, and you can actually play it in VR. So, but it's the same game. It's not, they haven't had to lift it all. It's literally just all of the Mega Drive games. And how, you know, how they've done the upscaling or how they've done it, it they all look great. They all look great on the HD TV. So, yeah, something, maybe there isn't just the, the, the market for that because Sonic 2 with that upscaling looks, looks pretty good. Just showing, I managed to Google a picture of the Indiana Jones remake or remaster pictures. Can you see what I mean? Um, I've kind yeah, of zoomed in a bit. That's not really good enough to <laughs> to be defined a re, you no, know defined as a remake. It, I think. Yeah, but it's apparently it's been cancelled anyway. But it wasn't an official. Um, I think oh. Disney are trying to. Apparently, Lucas Arts is coming back. Have you heard of this? Actually, the, what? Disney are going to reopen Lucas Arts. I did hear that. Yeah. yeah. So good for them. I think that's probably why they've been a bit more careful with their IP. To remake, actually. to remake more of their old back catalogue, <laughs> yeah. possibly. <No. laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Um, which one of our team is not here today that would really love chatting about this kind of thing? <laughs> Good old Keith. Oh, Keith. <laughs> I remember a guy we used to podcast with. I'm <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Keith had other commitments today. Anyway, so, um, what I thought would be good, uh, was to ask him some of these questions I'm posing to you guys. So, and also just so the listeners, uh, you know, get, get to hear some of, some of Keith's. Um, oh, Rob's just showing us a bit of, Sonic 2. Sonic Sonic 2. 2. Oh, very clean cut, isn't it? That does very look sharp. nice, but yeah, not enough pixels Actually, for my like. Gorgeous, not enough pixels. Yeah, not. In, but it does. No, the way they've like drawn Sonic and that, it looks really nice. But yeah, not again. It's not enough of a step up on Sonic Two for to one. But that. doesn't Sonic need to be. Great. Sonic Two looks great. Come on. But doesn't need to be. Doesn't need to be. Um, people, you know, that's people like they like the core graphics. People All they want that. is for it to be fully realized. Fully realized. <laughs> okay. So I asked Keith what his favourite or non and non favourite remakes, remasters yeah. were. So this is what he said, and this is what he said verbatim, so I'm just gonna read it out. Uh he says, one of my favourite games of all time, in caps, because he really wanted to make you know make the point here, uh, is the original GameCube remake of Resident Evil. Ooh. Have you guys played have you guys seen this? I played this years ago. Oh my god, I played this at university. This must have been two thousand and one, two thousand and two. I think I had this, and um, and then, yeah. So and then he says, and it's later HD, HD. So this has been remastered. So it's been remade <laughs> on GameCube, 
and then had a HD remaster <laughs> on PS4. Thanks, Capcom. Capcom are going to feature quite heavily in this podcast, I think. Uh, so carry on with Keith's work, what, what he's saying. Uh, it built on the template of the original and took an already great game and improved upon it in every way possible. Mm. Uh, which is what a good remake should do, in my opinion. Caveats that, with, in my opinion. Uh, whereas in 1996, okay, I think this is probably the more important point. Um, whereas in 1996, the lack of detail in the polygonal characters and enemies meant we had to fill in the rest with our imaginations. Boo. Boo our imaginations, right? Um, <laughs> remake. <laughs> capital R, capital E, remake, uh, brought those imagined details to life with what, at the time of its GameCube release, were some of the best graphics we'd seen on any console. Truth. All right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, even the pre-rendered backgrounds were completely redone and improved upon, and that version of the Spencer Mansion is still one of the most atmospheric settings of any game, uh, with the enhanced lighting effects. Yeah. Uh, and added camera angles, giving it an even more cinematic feel. So that's how a re- I suppose for a lot of us that would have been the first example of a great remake. I got it free with my GameCube because I tried it in my my PS2 and everything, yeah. and I was a bit of a Resident Evil head. So I thought, oh wow, okay, this comes free with this, great. Oh, and Resident Evil Zero, don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I'm playing it. I'm thinking, well, I know what's going to happen. Kind of, they yeah. they juggled around the special mansion a little bit. But I know what's going to happen, but I'll keep playing this because Keith is right. From different angles and everything, it does look better. The GameCube was a much more powerful console. Underrated, I think, GameCube. Just saying. People never talk about the GameCube. Yeah, right? I, I've, but yeah, anyway. anyway, that's a, that's a that's discussion. That's another pod, is it? That's a discussion for another day. But yeah, I think he's bang on the money with that. you say? Yeah. Okay. Um, what? Actually. Skip on. Okay. So... What what prompted that? The sales of Resident Evil, the GameCube, well, the Nintendo, the Nintendo did have, the Nintendo sixty four did have Resi two. I think Nintendo were also looking for a game <coughs> for more of the adult audiences because they then they're more known for their Mario's and yeah. sorts. They, they want they probably wanted a game where it might attract more hardcore gamers or older gamers to get the console. Yeah. That's probably one reason. Why so they Resident did Evil it. was like like yeah, it added added another string to the yep. GameCube's bow. Um. Why wasn't something like talking about Capcom franchises? No. Why wasn't why wasn't there a need uh, to remaster something like Street Fighter Two? Because Street Fighter Two already had like the sequels already were. I don't want to say remaster remakes, but like they used had similar kind of gameplay. It was already kind of close to that, and it, it was yeah. A clear, but you could say that all the Resident <clears throat> Evil games had similar and it was a gameplay. clear enhancement. Resident Evil like Two has a very specific kind of map and a series of events that happen that are like from the other Resident Evil games mm. where Street Fighter 2 is much more linear and you can kind of point to like the kind of developments as being direct improvements. So it's not like just a, making something look better, is it? Yeah, for instance, like if you play Street Fighter 2 Turbo, you wouldn't feel the need to play the original Street Fighter because Street Fighter 2 Turbo has more moves and it's more in depth mm. and like everything has got more depth, but the actual gameplay isn't massively different. They've just improved on it in every mm. way. Wow, so, okay. It's, it's much more linear, whereas Resident, all the Resident Evil games have different settings, different maps, different characters to some extent. They have, like, uniform differences. So in order to kind of do a remake of Resident Evil 2, you already have Resident Evil 2 and not a new Resident Evil game. Does that make sense? Yeah, I suppose. But if you talk about gameplay and maps, it's sort of the same thing. 
then why, you know, the, they have rejig for Resi 2 remake. It is the police station is not quite the same in, and the, the levels after aren't, aren't quite the same, but this GameCube remake of Resident Evil, I knew where to go. It, it met, it was made and it was essentially the same game. Why didn't, you know, well, I suppose, yeah, because Street Fighter 2 did yeah. have its sequels. It did have copious Street Fighter 3s. Um, yeah. Street Fighter 4, which I never really got on with. Um, but, but does that not make it a remake rather than a remaster, then? Remake, remaster. Blurry lines, isn't it? Blurry, blurry lines. Especially if you're playing on the PS2 on a new TV. Oh, no. Very blurry. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, one thing, though, uh, I had to watch uh, Street Fighter 2, the animated movie it comes with the which hyper should, edition which is a good, we might talk about that one day it's a good film yeah oh yeah because we like talking about movie um, game movies <laughs> we do. so, don't we and they're so good that's actually a good one though so. <laughs> it is. anyway so we'll have to talk about that i'm uh, waiting for the model combat ones <laughs> oh you, you, know, you know what fess up i've never seen the mortal combat movies oh well um, time. don't unless we cover them i wouldn't necessarily recommend them <laughs> <laughs> too bad you will die <laughs> too bad you will die that is a great scene to be <laughs> that's an incredible line delivery yeah, yeah. alright um, well we're carrying on with what, what Keith said I think it's quite interesting what he goes on with that so uh, he also really enjoyed Metal Gear Solid The Twin Snakes mm. so this is the GameCube release it's not strictly a remake or a remaster Thanks for mentioning it then, Keith. Um, <laughs> yeah, more, why, why mention it, Keith? <laughs> more of a mix of both. Ooh. What? With updated graphics and new gameplay elements, I've only ever seen it running. And it does look like an updated Metal Gear Solid on, P- on, on PlayStation. Yeah. But again, for a more... Po- you know, it's the, it's the same thing. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, it carries on. So I wouldn't say this tops the original in the same way Remake did, but it's a great example of how Remake's and remasters can provide a new experience while still remaining faithful to the original yeah. game. Uh, all of the HD remasters of the Resident Evil series that I've played, that's Remake, Resident Evil Zero, yeah. Resident Evil 4, so they've all been HD remastered. Wow. Capcom remastered the lot. Not in the right much. order, is that right? Not Well, Zero is a prequel, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it yeah. did come after, yeah. Um, we're all really well done. So he's only got good things to say about Cap- Cap- Capcom milking their cash cow yep. remorselessly, relentlessly. Their zombie cash cow. Yeah. Um, in the evolution of gaming context, are, uh, is, you know, are remakes, are remasters a good thing? What are your sort of initial feelings about them? I think they can almost stop creativity. It stops companies trying to think of new ideas. A new, new, not new genres necessarily, because I think that's, that, that's almost impossible now. Mm. But fresh new ideas. It, it does annoy me a little bit. What's the cost of a fresh new idea bombing right now? Too much. Mm. Isn't it? It's too it's too much of a risk. But that's why and indie indie developers can still do this, but they probably don't have the money to really see their vision to its full extent. I'm gonna get on to indies later, but yeah. yeah. Like Cuphead, which is I you know, it looks brilliant. I'm I'm tempted to get it actually. Mm. That that looks like a quite an original idea. Uh, quite a smallish team I think made that game. But it just stood out for me because it was a bit different. Oh, it looks and sounds breathtaking. Yeah. I might buy it for the Switch. It's just come out on the Switch, actually, so I'm tempted to treat myself, truthfully. Yeah, Have you played it, Rob? Uh, no, but I have watched it. On it does. It's something yeah. a bit different, isn't it? Yeah. It, it, but that's the thing. It looks completely different. It sounds completely different. And the gameplay is actually pretty... I mean, the elements of it that have been done before. If but that didn't have the fresh. marketing budget, do you know what would happen to that? 
Did that <laughs> no be marketing would... budget or was it mostly word Sometimes of mouth? you get lucky. Sometimes, sometimes, mm. and a lot of this is luck with, with smaller developers yeah. because there's loads of good, I mean, we've covered loads yeah, on Arcade Attack. Yeah. We've done so many arc, like indie features and, and some on of the, games yeah. that have completely bombed that we think are amazing. But yeah. why do you see this as a direct challenge to new games? I don't really see it as the same but market the, at all. It's the fear factor, isn't it? I yeah. think, I think <clears> a lot of, like Adrian, like touched on it there, it, it, a lot of companies are afraid of putting, putting big money into brand new ideas when they've got successful IP but, in the bank. But that has nothing to do with remakes or remasters. I mean, are you talking about sequels as well? No, but Rob, if you've got a development team, let's say you've got 50 developers, mm-hmm. programmers, whatever, in your, in your company, and you say, we need, we need to release six games this year, or four games, or whatever it is, you probably think we're going to make more money if we remaster, go back to our old back catalogue and say, you know, let's put our team on that and forget about What's this brand new idea. What's the person at the top of the company thinking? You know. That is not a mainstream kind of game. I mean, if you want a direct kind of correlation between that and another industry, it's like a difference between putting money into a new band and getting some like band from the 80s to release another album. You know the band from the 80s will have that inbuilt market. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know, like, you know, you'll always be able to sell to a certain amount of people, but you're never going to sell the same amount as you would with a successful new act. It's, the specula- it's a kind of gamble, isn't it? Well, a, there is a gamble involved, isn't it? What there? I'm saying is I don't think it's the same market. I think there's a market for each of them, and I don't think there's the same market. I think the market okay. for a new game will always be bigger, and people will be willing to pay more. But, Rob, the, this still takes manpower, and you still, you have to delegate workers. You can't mm. you can't just make robots to make games. So you, where, where are these big companies the putting their workers? The absolutely saturated as well. To and even stand out at all anywhere, so difficult. It, it Cuphead got really lucky. It makes me sad when I hear about... Have you heard about... The amount of hours you have to work in these huge companies to start is disgusting, isn't it? I know we've gone a bit That's of That's uh, why a lot of them are looking to unionise. These, yeah. these guys only like, sleep a couple of hours and then they bang on it again, aren't they? It, it actually gets me angry. Anyway, my point is, though, companies, they, they want to make money. So mm. they're, they're looking... Like Red Dead Redemption 2, they, they knew the first game was, was, gonna, was quite big. They knew GTA was massive. They they, they didn't want to make a whole new franchise, but just go back to what people like. Oh, but come on, you can't compare that. Like, Red Dead 2 was such a massive <laughs> step forward from the first one. Same with the last well, GTA and the one before. Yeah. Those are genuinely big steps forward in gaming. Well, they're, yeah. they're, they're sequels, truthfully. A yeah, difference. sequel is sequel. Yeah, yeah, sequel is like something yeah. different. That's a successful franchise. But, like, yeah, each true. individual game is worthwhile. I, you know, I don't... Yeah, you could argue that they aren't massively, quote-unquote, original. It takes a lot of the work out. I mean... The remake, yeah, a lot of work has been put into that Resident Evil 2 remake. But the fact yeah. that they had the plot already, they had how it all works, they had the settings, a lot of that time, that's months of work that they've just skipped, you know, by choosing to, to remake an old game. Okay, here's a question, Devil's mm. Advocate question. Mm. The re- the, you, like, put that remake of Resident Evil 2 up against uh, the average kind of game on the same console at the same mm. time. How does it compare? Um, what do you mean, like gra- um, graphically, sound-wise, whatever? As a game, as an overall game. How, oh, do it's you think brilliant. It's, oh, it's definitely like... So it's up there with the best. It actually stands on its own two feet, but what I'm saying is that the company have saved themselves loads of money by saving, them, saving themselves months of development. So they alre- and they already had the engine for the game from Resident <laughs> Evil 7. All they've done is taken the framework mm. from Resident Evil 2, taken the, the game engine from Resident Evil 7 that they'd already made, uh, and just... They they did it in no time at all, didn't they? Only um, announce it late last year or autumn last year or something. 
It came out yeah, really quickly. It was quick, because wasn't it? because the, someone was telling me, oh, they're going to remake Resident Evil 2. I was like, oh yeah, put your you know stick your <laughs> ship up, you what? And then and then all of a sudden it was out. I'm thinking, I mean, you how do has it already come out? You do I, realize that like when you're saying how little effort it takes to make a good a game that good. You're, this, that's not, it's not little little an argument it's against less, it. It's less effort because a lot of the work has but already been What done. I mean is, with this argument you're making is not an argument against <laughs> it, it's an argument for it. Well, the business sense, Rob, what sense? It's basically a game that it's you... It's good business sense is what you're saying. No, it's, it's not just that. It's, bit like, it's not just business sense, but if it takes relatively less effort to make a game that you've said stands with the best yeah. stuff on the console, yeah. why is it a bad thing? Why is that a bad True thing? story. So is this going to evolve gaming if um, developers keep looking back at previous... No, you're you know, like, that's what I'm saying. It's not... They aren't direct rivals. They're two different markets. Okay. And the two different markets can exist independently. Yeah, that's what yeah. you're saying? Okay. That is right. Rob's take like, on it. If okay. you, you know, if you bring out, like, having, like, touring bands who are kind of doing the same thing they were 20 or 30 years ago does not mean that music yeah. itself doesn't move on. Okay. So they are just different markets. I asked Keith the same question. It's good to thanks for obviously offering your opinions. I asked Keith the same question. He said, so I said, you know, in the context of evolution, uh, are these remasters and remakes a good thing? And he says, depends. <laughs> always, you know, always the the diplomat. <laughs> if it's a remake, they have to add something to the experience. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, it's, what do you think? IK plus on the PS one. <laughs> IK, right, okay, so for people who don't know, right, IK Plus on the original PlayStation yeah. is, uh, exa- what? This is like a for like, copy. carbon copy of the Amiga version? Yeah. Okay. There we go. <laughs> uh, right, so he says, what's the point? You might as well just play the original. Fair enough. But not everyone has capacity to play the original. Yeah. That's a good I'm point. I'm in that bracket. Keith. Keith. Yeah, or Keith. Keith. How could I play IK Plus after it, coffee was spilled on my Amiga, Keith? What exactly. do you say coffee about that, went, Keith? Coffee went in Your silence Amiga. is damning. <laughs> <laughs> We're so nasty. Sorry, Keith. Right. Uh, it carries on, right? So Spyro, Crash Bandicoot, and aforementioned Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, it's a different issue. They were pretty much the exact same games with prettier graphics. Um, PS3 remaster, whereas, um, actually for Shadow of the Colossus, the, there was, <laughs> Shadow of the Colossus has been on almost every PlayStation except the original one. It was on PlayStation 2, it was remastered for PS3, and they remade it from the ground up for no apparent reason on the PS4, <laughs> other than to make it available to people who only on the PS4. If you got the D Evolution gun, you could put that game on the PS1, couldn't you? You could just like, boo, shoot it. <laughs> That's Shadow of the Colossus on PS1. Super Mario Brothers film joke. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, better make sure we, re- we release this one after uh, that one. Sorry. I don't think I, I think I have to put this one out probably before. <laughs> sorry. Um, anyway, 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 anyway. Uh, but okay, I mean, how many people who've got a PS4 are not going to have a PS3? I just ah, oh, the Shadow Colossus thing. And one person on Twitter did remark. I didn't make a note, but they did say that they own every single copy of it because they love the game so much, <laughs> yeah. right? So there is, there is, you know, yeah. there's a market for it. People will just keep on buying if they love a game. They'll oh, keep I, on. If it's on the PS10, they'll oh, keep on it? buying it. I saw this great picture on Twitter. I've, someone's collected every single version of Theme Park ever, every copy oh, ever made. Oh, that's and, harsh. And it's every different language. You've got about 50, 60 copies. <laughs> Man, what a mark! Like, you know, I used to work. But with, Rob, Rob, you love Theme Park. I used to work with someone who um, 
had like had five or six. He used to like we. I worked worked in a secondary record store. He uh, used to collect vinyl. Mm. He had five or six copies of, the, of some albums, like this of the same album, not even different versions. The same like copies of this, the same album on vinyl. Wow, it's like five or six ago. Like, why do you need five or six in, in case they get damaged? <laughs> it's uh, like, uh, what can I say? It's if it like, floats your boat. It's like mm-hmm. people who kind of collect every variant cover of like a comic book. It's mm-hmm. I can see why you'd want to do that, but at the end of the day, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. you're just jealous, Rob. Just admit it. You, you, just, you want all of those copies. Just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right, so going on to our friend G to the next level. Hey, G, I need to listen to the show. I have to read out your tweet. Uh, it says, because I asked him the same question, he said, uh, the Resident Evil 2, crops up again, and Castle of Illusion yes. remakes are perfect examples of great ones, but a remake of Shadow of the Colossus when we just got one on PS3? Nah. <laughs> nah. That's what he says. Hashtag nah. Did you guys even know there was a Castle of Illusion remake? No. It skipped me by surprise. It's a three D Castle of Illusion. Interesting. Mm. Well, two point super two point five D, I think it is. I've seen some gameplay footage since. Uh, are you can talk about it, Dylan. What Castle of Illusion? Yeah. Not really. You tell me what you think good. about it. It looks surprisingly good. It looks really a little bit like what Rob was shown. I knew we're assuming our listeners can look into our room right now. Mm-hmm. But the, the the Sonic Two graphics, very clean, fresh, and yeah, it was kind of it was yeah. really well done actually. Yeah. I'd like to have a. I'd like to sit down and watch that properly later, um, and we'll see. So, but yeah, so G doesn't think much of it, but the Castle Illusion one has got a lot of love. Uh, Keith, so it goes back to the, the kind of sixteen bit, thirty two bit face off. Keith goes on to say, uh, it's kind of amusing that it tends to be the thirty two bit polygonal games that have people clamoring for remakes, whereas your six here, here we go, key point. Whereas your sixteen bit and eight bit. Pixel graphic games have aged more gracefully. There's literally no need for a Sonic 2 or (laughs) Super Mario World remaster, as they both still look beautiful and play as well as ever. In fact, it's that graphical style that seems to dominate the indie game scene in 2019. It's like he's trolling you and he's not even here. He's trolling you. The point is you can enhance that graphical style and make it complete. I I mean, you know, let's go into the the original example of the most successful remake of all time. Super Mario All-Stars, or Mario All-Stars, yeah, rather. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, basically just had the exact same game with new, flush new graphics, with an amazing success for, you know, like, for Nintendo. Yeah. Again, had didn't, like, kind of change the kind of tra- trajectory of those Mario games at all. Again, as, as an aside, those cartridges still came for quite a bit of money. Yeah, All-Stars, yeah. Because well, people, people aren't coughing those up, because if you've got Mario All-Stars... I think anything them. above uh, 90% uh, in that kind of era, unless it's kind of a series game like the FIFAs, yeah. Yeah. goes for big money these days. Yeah. So, yeah, going back to Keith's point there, is it about remaking games that haven't aged gracefully? Um, no, I don't know. It depends, I think. I think what this comes down to is whether there's passion within the companies to actually remake them. Why can't gamers go back and enjoy the original games as they are? Is it because they don't have the consoles? Is it because well, they don't have the old PCs to do it? Is it because coffee was spilt on your Amiga? Is it because someone called Rob spilled coffee on your Amiga? I did not spill coffee <laughs> while laughing at me and pointing and ha ha ha. <laughs> Rob would never do that. No, Rob, we're just we're just trolling you. I think the point is it can be it can be all or any of the above. It doesn't have to be a specific reason. I think you know, like you look at what graphics were like back in the eight yeah. sixteen bit, you know, thirty two bit days or whatever, and yeah. 
they can be like finally those people's visions that those games can be fully realized. Do we feel and like these ge- um, like gamers these days need to see things in HD? They need to have things fully realized. I don't think it's really relevant. Like, um, why if they can if they want? But I think there is a market for that. And I think um, you know if we talk about games where the core gameplay does stand up, but mm-hmm. just the kind of graphics thing, why shouldn't it be remastered? I mean, like, why shouldn't it be remastered? What I mean yeah. is, like, if you like, are you saying a this definitely shouldn't be on the console, or B, if you're going to put it on the console, why don't you remaster it? Okay. All right. Opportunity cost, Rob. If you had to, if you had to buy a new game, would you rather have a remastered copy of an old game or a brand new game in that series? Let's say that that's a whole new story. Um, because you can't have both. You can't invent developers. Mm-hmm. You can't just duplicate them. So you can yeah. only choose one. Um, probably the sequel. But like you know, not everything. I think a lot of the time, a sequel and a remake, a remake or remaster, whatever, is we still haven't kind of made, had a kind of a strong differentiation between those two. By the way, but I think. Do you know what Mortal Kombat we're on right now? Eleven. <laughs> when was the, what was the last Mortal Kombat you played? Uh, four. Three. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, I'm kind of vaguely familiar with some of the later Mortal Kombat's. But what I'm, mm. my point is, is like. The sequel builds on it, whereas the remake, remaster, whatever, is something that kind of takes the core gameplay and sticks with it and makes the surface more amenable. Like, Just I don't think. Makes the surface more amenable. Okay. Yeah, like, I think because the core gameplay still stands up. It doesn't mean you can't develop the core gameplay via sequels. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, right. I don't see why it has to be an either or thing. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, Rob, Rob's definitely on the, I like on the Rob. side Rob's of remakes. making good points. I do actually have to agree. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're just putting the questions out there. We're just seeing what we think in the room, and then you know, we'll put it all together. I noticed the other day that Capcom now have the tools (laughs) to put together a remake of a certain Dino Crisis, (laughs) i.e., Dino Crisis (laughs) Three. Yeah, but again, Dino Crisis is something that they can do now, and a guy did do, as I mentioned in the Dino Crisis. Yeah. Podcast. A guy has done a tech demo. Yeah, uh, I think just in Unreal Engine or something. Yeah, talking about. I think it's Unity. Someone did. Um, I saw it on. Um, I think it popped up on Facebook. Uh, Half Life, the, the first level. That yes, I've seen that. It does look incredible. Oh, that looks nice. It does look good, doesn't it? So that looks so. I would nice, like to play that actually. But do yeah. Would 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 you like to see a remake of Dino Crisis? I in really... in the Resident Evil Two style. I. I haven't really played Dino Crisis that much. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I want you dead. I um, hate you. Get out of my house. I would, because... Would I, if I, look, all right, then, here's the question. I saw Dino Crisis... It's a PS1 game, isn't it, yeah? Yep. Let's say I saw that 40 quid in the charity shop, and I saw the new Dino Crisis... That's some charity shop. Oh, some charity shop and I saw 40 quid for Dino Crisis update on the Switch. I'd probably pick the Switch one. Yeah? Yeah, I would, because I think, come on... Even it's, if it's, you had the... The gizmos and everything. Well, I've got, a, I, I've got PS2, so I can mm. play it, okay. obviously. But I probably would pick the new one because why not? Yeah. <laughs> so that kind of answers your question, hopefully, a bit. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and plus, good. don't go to the charity shop. Yeah. Um, I'd like to read out this tweet from Jay from the Waffling Tailors. Yep. Again, another friend of the show. Uh, he says here, as others have said, when there's a demand for it and they are made as a product in their own right, rather than as a cash cow... I'm all for them. This term is not being used by us in this room today. This, like, people really think that some companies are taking the mickey. Because we're not chumps. We're not chumps. We're not chumps. And he, companies have to be very careful yeah. how they treat us because 
you, things can change really quickly in the gaming industry, really quickly. Yeah. So I'm all, you know, if they do things right, and I, I give you that deal, yeah. Resident Evil 2, they've done it right. Yeah. And, and you keep people on the side. But if they start, if the quality dips, or if we think we're being patronized. Yeah. And if they're just churning things out left, right, and center. That's it. We, do we not turn patronize our back on those us. companies. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, we would. Jay goes on to say that Capcom have clearly put a lot of effort into both Remake and Remake 2. And the teams involved clearly care about the product. Yeah. There you go. That's that's how they've kind of crossed this barrier with a lot of gamers. Uh, another friend of the show, Phil Bond, our friend in France. Uh, when he's Bond. Phil Bond. Phil Bond. Um, I don't know if it's Fee Bond, actually. I never really asked him. Um, he said, remakes are awesome if done right. Castle of Illusion was really great too. There you go. Here it comes again. Uh, as teams took time to think about it. Teams took time to think about it. Uh, but sometimes some remakes title are just remasters or upscales. Ooh. So well, the remasters and upscales don't have a great... No, you know, and I feel bad saying this, but have you guys... I'm, I haven't played it, so I might be wrong, but have you seen pictures of the, the gods upscale? Um, I'm friends with them. On f- I've, I've liked the page on Facebook. Oh, okay. I just want to keep an eye out. We, we, let's, let's wait then. <laughs> I want to... We'll just wait. <laughs> yeah. I was going to spend money on that, Adrian. Should I spend money on it? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> no, no, no. We, we... Yes. no, no, no. Next question, Dylan. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah know. we can't talk about it because Dylan liked the Facebook page. <laughs> I like the Facebook. Page. We can't discredit Dylan's Facebook. <laughs> hey, don't discredit my Facebook likes. They are very, very. He, he likes about reliable. three pages a year. See, so Rob, you know mm-hmm. they mean a lot. <laughs> um. Right, I mean, you know, the whole Castle of Illusion thing is, is paying back to the, the I suppose, the, the the argument we're trying to get out, that if games haven't aged well, they need to be remastered. Castle of Illusion still looks great, right? But it's like a 2.5D version, right? Yeah, I mean, it looks great. I don't know if Adrian wants to show you a quick clip oh, whilst, we, whilst we kind of crack on. Is it the on. same levels? I don't think so. Because this, for me... that's It's like a brand new game, isn't it? Like, it, it's not... It looks like a brand new game. It's not. See, for me, like, I think we've talked about the remakes, we've talked about remasters. What we haven't talked about are remixes. Remixes? You look like, like Sonic Mania. Yeah, Sonic Mania is a game that has a lot of the core ingredients of the original, like the same gameplay, same level. I thought design. I was playing Sonic 2 when I first started it. Yeah. I'm like, why, why am I playing Sonic 2? Uh, but, like, you know, they've inserted new elements in and kind of combined it. You look at a game like Puyo Puyo Tetris. Uh, where essentially, like again, like same kind of gameplay as pre-existing games, but they're mixed together. Yeah, the peer, the peer peer thing has gone into a lot of other games, actually, isn't it? The whole peer peer. It is. I mean, that see that bit there that Adrian's just shown, like going around the rooms and stuff, is yeah, what you saw in Task of Illusion as the as the two D thing going up and down. But yeah, um, what I mean is, like, I think. Remix. Do you think like something like remix is more viable than the other two? Mm. What's a remix? Like, like uh, lots of games. I literally just explained it while you were looking it up. Just, yeah, but, um, no, it it's just, it's just, it's just the mechanics of one game being brought into another. Yeah, so. the, me- the mechanics, kind of gameplay, level design, whatever. Super puzzle like graphics, fighter. kind of like oh, thing. Yeah. yeah, where you kind of take it and you mix it in with other other elements. Is mm. that more valid? Is that more interesting? Do you think uh, that is? Oh, that's that remixes might be a thing for another day because. Ooh. It's kind of, you're really cheating there. You've taken, you're creating a new game, but you're merging two existing games, thus not doing any work. That could be a great little pod chat, actually. We should maybe Let's save that. park that bus. We'll park that bus, I think. Um, going back to indie games and indie developers, right? <laughs> yeah. You guys ever played a game called 13? 
the, 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 heard the, of it? The FPS no. game. The FPS cell shaded game. Yeah. Looks gorgeous, right? Oh yeah, I love it. It's gorgeous for Xbox, PS2. Mm-hmm. So you can play the Xbox version on the 360. Yeah, so I played it. It's yeah. not bad. Yeah, not bad. it's being remade by a French company called Microids. Ah, yeah. Um, I think it looks stunning, and I heard about this only last week. I cannot fathom why someone would want to remake it. I can. Especially a small indie company I, I looking it's to it's make why. money. Why? Because I know some people think, what's, cell shading doesn't age at all. So what's the point? It hasn't aged at all. So what what's the, the point? point? It's crystal clear. It's brilliant. It's got that lovely art style that doesn't age. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was in your camp, Dylan, not too long ago. But then <laughs> I saw something called Wind Waker Remastered on what? the Wii U. And that's cell shading, isn't it? Wind, yeah. Wind Waker. How do they make that look better? It just is better. It's crisper. It's more colourful. It, 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 we like using the word crisp, don't it we? Is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I, did, I was sceptical, because I love Wind Waker, by the way. Mm. But it, they just made it better somehow, and it's hard to explain, because cell shading shouldn't be possibly made better, if that makes sense. Is it just like there's less less colouring outside the lines? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> what is they, they've it? got better artists to colour in. No, but I think it can be improved. Right. So, but, okay. but that's Nintendo. They had a massive team, I'm sure, doing that. Yeah. Can a small French indie team do it? Well, this is the thing. So I'm a bit skeptical about this 13 remake. So Microid, so I had a, had a, I had a good investigate. I just looked on Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, it's a company, right? And this is according to Wikipedia page, uh, best known for their Commodore Amiga work, right? They've just been doing like mobile games and stuff in the past. Uh, it just, it sounds like another sort of desperate remake of a popular game. We're going to talk about two right now. Flashback, yes, is one. Do we have to talk about that. <laughs> Flashback is one, and Strider is the other. I don't think a lot of people have played Strider. No. I right? played Strider. The no, the remake. No, yeah, yeah. Oh no, <laughs> I was not even aware there was a remake. No, my eyes. The goggles do nothing. <laughs> da, da, da. Um, it's true. What's man. wrong with the remake? I haven't seen it truthfully. Didn't right. want to explain. So, <laughs> so this one which one was which one shall i go with first right so flashback we have to focus on flashback i was quite when i saw when i saw this on xbox live arcade a good few years ago i was thinking oh yeah flashback with better graphics this is going to be sweet <laughs> everyone hates it it's got a metacritic of like less than 50 and it's it's all gone very bad uh, it was done in 2013 by a company called vectorcell Published by Ubisoft. You wow. think they'd know deb- they'd know better, right? Um, they quoted fan interest, but they didn't actually have a citation on the Wikipedia page. So they couldn't, the fan interest was clearly fabricated. What citation would they have on the Wikipedia <laughs> page? I don't know. No, but like, you know, because it does have like citations on it, isn't it? So you can click on the little number yeah, and it goes to things. <laughs> Dylan it, from Croydon, the master. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what it said. It said, I'll have to put one in like, yeah, Dylan from Arcade Attack really wanted this in 2011. <laughs> Everyone will hate you though, Dylan, off that. Oh. <laughs> if they don't. Um, but get this right. The, the company is owned by Paul Quisse. Oh, yeah. What is he doing? And we like we like a bit of Paul Chris, eh? What, what is he doing? What a legend. They did two games. Ugh. Flashback actually bankrupted the company. The one they did before, Vector Cell did before, did a game called Amy. Have you guys heard of this? No? Right. Uh I think it was on it was actually ported to all the all the consoles at the time. Was it a game where you need to be Amy from Neighbours? Ah, <laughs> oh, if only. If only. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh 
It's, you imagine Ramsey Street. You have to walk around Ramsey Street and like a point-and-click adventure. Oh no, my stalker, my lesbian stalker is yeah, after no. me again. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> obscure joke. <laughs> it's um, it's it's a zombie escape game, but it's it's. <laughs> no, wait a minute, that was summer. I've got I've got this all mixed up. Amy, Amy is a sorry. Let's get back to Amy, right? Uh, it's. It's a lady and an autistic girl trying to get through zombies. Right. And they have to tag team each other and um, one heals the other. It sounds very bad. It's got a Metacritic of 25 out of 100. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Amy, no. So they thought, so Ubisoft were like, wow, Paul Creasay owns this company called Vector Cell. They've done this amazing game called Amy. Yes, we will publish Flashback. It's so dull. It's so... How can you make a game look duller? Uh, but, you know, the flashback was when it was on the, the 16-bit oh, yeah. um, consoles, when it was on the Amiga, PC. People loved it. People loved that game. It was a solid 90% game. You didn't need, yeah. It didn't need didn't a need remake. It. This flashback has cumbersome controls. Mm. It looks bad. You can kind of turn your gun kind of all over the place and really... So, you're not, you know when you have to, like, point Conrad in the right yeah. way? Didn't have to do that. So you go like everywhere. It was just a mess. It was just a mess. Kind of what Keith was saying. I think there's a bit more case that maybe Fate of Black should have a remake or remaster because that was a polygonal 32-bit game that Plot, and it had a bad. few issues that could have been ironed out. Yeah, whereas Flashback had no issues that had to. Can be you ironed imagine out. Fate of Black in the Resident Evil engine? I'll play it. I'll play it. I'll, play I'll it. buy that for a dollar or more <laughs> yeah. than a dollar. Uh, but again, that that is just taking. That is an indie company, an indie company, taking one of Paul Cuisse's one of, you know, pre- previous things and trying to make money out of it. Bad, isn't it? So even indies aren't, aren't without, aren't without criticism here. Yeah, we can only defend him for so long. Okay. Back to Capcom. <sighs> of their last 10 releases, going back to Puzzle Fighter on the mobile yeah. in 2017, six of them, the last 10, six were either remastered Compilations um, or remakes. So sixty percent. So is this good business sense? Is this is this doing nice things for the gamer? Only time will tell. Only time will tell. Only time. Is will it tell. stunting the industry? Is it is stunting it, the industry? Is it is it ignoring people's creative ideas for originality? Possibly. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like I feel like there's still a lot of questions to be answered. Indies can't solve the problem. Big companies can't solve the problem. Let's. I asked Keith about Resident Evil 2 specifically. And this is what he said. It took everything we loved and remembered about Resident Evil 2. And it brought it to life in beautiful high-resolution current-gen graphics. The Resident Evil engine that Capcom used for Resident Evil 7 looks absolutely stunning. All those little details, the shine of the blood, the drool on the liquor's tongue. The, le- the level of detail makes the horror, tru- horror truly horrific. And I love it for that. I know a lot of people still feel that Resident Evil lost its fear factor when it changed from fixed cameras to over-the-shoulder perspective, and in some cases, that's been true. Yeah, Resident Evil 5 is not scary at all. Um, that's I said that, not Keith. <laughs> um, back to Keith. Uh, but the way it's been implemented in Resident Evil 2 Remake, with the narrow beam of light from your torch and the claustrophobic halls and rooms of the Raccoon Police Department, uh, mean that the fear factor is well and truly back. It's true, actually. The way they've done that in Remake... 
and the they're so dark and you have to use that flashlight you yeah. don't not know mr x could be coming through the wall liquor could be coming at you it is it's yeah. not got the same it's a different kind of scare factor than walking around those you know those pre-rendered environments but yeah uh, the sound design is also truly special, and the sound of Mr. X's footsteps growing ever closer is the stuff of nightmares, especially if you're playing it with headphones, as I did the other day. So, <laughs> yeah, don't do that in a hurry. <laughs> Overall, it's just everything a modern Resident Evil game should be, wrapped around a story, characters, and location we all know and love. Uh, it left me really excited for the next installment in the series, and the Resident Evil 3 remake, of course. Can oh, you imagine yeah. Nemesis in, oh my god. Ooh. Yeah. But, yeah. Is what he said fair? I know you've played it a lot. Yeah. Um, I was pleasantly surprised how much I enjoyed the game. I'm still yeah. playing it. I haven't completed it, truthfully. Yeah. Um, I just ran out of bullets too quickly. <laughs> More bullets, please. Um, no, I really enjoyed it. And it was one of those games I probably wouldn't have bought, but I got it free on my new graphics card. So I thought, what the heck? Let's give it a whirl. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Good. I mean, Resident Evil 2 Remake is the... Uh, the, the sort of the muse for this for this podcast get a hold of it it's a lot cheaper now than it was when it first came out final thoughts then guys i suppose we've we've tried to thrash this out of the last hour i don't know if we've <laughs> i don't know if we've actually come with any solid answers but rob remakes and remasters good thing or bad thing sure why not good thing sure why not good thing adrian <sighs> i mean let me put it this way think of all the games from your youth that you could play now with full crisp 2019 graphics, how good that would be! But unfortunately, that is not every case, though, Rob. I get what you're saying. That was the case. Not every Bring case, it but it like... wasn't. I mean, it's been kind of evidenced by Monkey Island and things like that, yeah. and it's hit and miss. Who do you trust it with? Isn't it? It's do you trust yourself to do it, <laughs> or who would you, you know, who would you put it in the hands of? Would you put it in the hands of the guys who originally made the game? So would you say to Sega, because Sega have been making some really nice current gen stuff? Would you say to Sega, give me Streets of Rage two in in the current gen graphic? Um, yep, yeah, I'd like Streets of Rage two in a current gen graphic. I think something like Eternal Champions would probably work better Ooh. as kind of a remake. Yeah, like you imagine that with kind of like, like those like Dishonored games. Huh? No. What was it? Dishonored? I'm thinking of. I can't remember. There's, um, there aren't that many sort of 2D-ish beat-em-ups going around at the moment, but there's one... That, what's that really popular one with the with the with with Batman and Superman in and stuff? Arkham City. No, no. the, the beat-em-up. Oh, damn it. That's going to do my head in there. <laughs> All right, then. It's so like an Arkham Asylum one, but it's more like a... Isn't it like a 3D scroll and beat They look dull. They're, they're, they're so dark, they're on the verge of dull, you know? But if you look closely at the models, it looks like Batman and Superman. It's that, it's that, that, you know, the level of detail is so good there, but the whole thing looks so dull. Like something like Eternal Champions is very purple. But but I, I think I, I prefer you sure you're that. thinking the Justice League film rather than the actual game there? No, I'll show you the game. We'll find out what the game is afterwards and then, and then we'll But anyway, I think so. like there is scope to kind of do it better. It doesn't mean you have to do it. I don't have a strong opinion either way, but. Leave it open ended. I just think that even if I don't buy, I would just like to see it fully real. I like to see those people's visions fully realized. Okay, all right, good. Um, Adrian, for a lot of the games I want, I want to replay, I just think because they're available on Steam or it, whatever, I'm like, yeah, bring it on. So they don't have to necessarily be brand spanking new graphics for me necessarily, mm-hmm. uh, but just the, the chance to replay them is good. So you know, I uh, I can't remember how my Amiga broke. We won't talk about it ever again. 
But it's just Coffee. playing those those old games again on the Steam or whatever. It's, it's very good for me. So yeah, yeah. All right, Adrian's pretty much what sixty <laughs> percent on board with the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. this and that. I'm about the same. I think. I think I'm about the same. Uh, I I hate seeing ruthless business acumen, and with Capcom, it's really obvious. But it's bringing gamers what they want to do. You know what what they want to play, what they want to have on their their current gen consoles, and who am I to take that away, really? Uh, I'll finish with a tweet from Robin, one of our listeners, one of, uh, you know, friend of the show. And he, again, I think emphasizes the point that Rob mentioned earlier. I missed the Uncharted series on PS3, as I was late to that console. So I have been playing the remasters on PS4. So the Nathan Drake collection is essentially the three PS3 games, but on just one. One nice PS4 disc. Looks a bit nicer. Uh, he carries on by saying, Without these remasters, I would never have met Mr. Drake. So they get a big thumbs up from me. So they do open that gate. I suppose they do open the gate to a lot more gamers. Let's see how it goes. Let's see who we trust them with. And let's hope for that Dino Crisis remake. <laughs> no more flashback remakes, yeah? No more flashback remakes, thanks. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else, you can tweet us at ArcadeAttackUK, at KeithBarlow82, and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash ArcadeAttackUK. Please check out our website at ArcadeAttack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness, interviews, reviews, features, top 10, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes, where you can also leave us a review and a rating, which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.